What up people, welcome back to the dugout, Joe here with your boy Ryan Leaf. I'm actually here with a very special guest today. So, I'm here with uh, one of my boys from the UK. You know, it's pretty weird because when you actually have a podcast, you can meet people globally. And it's pretty cool, so I'm here with Jack from Southampton. Jack, what up my guy? Uh, what's up Ryan, you alright mate? Always good my guy. I'm here with Bezler as well. What up Bez? Yeah, how you doing bro? Always oh, good. Buzz. Always good. So, so Bez, we basically live here in Durban, South Africa. And um, we, we've we always lived here. We, we aren't from the UK. We've never been there. But the reality is we are infatuated with the Premier League and, and the way it operates. And I think that's basically how the world actually works entirely. Tell me how you became a Newcastle fan. Uh, so, my dad is actually a Geordie. So, he's from Newcastle. And then um, he's kind of followed the club throughout his um, life. He's not really a football fan, but he's a massive fan of the city. And uh, that's really how I became a Newcastle fan, just through uh, his roots. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, obviously, you were born with the uh, with the baby shorts and the baby t-shirt. <laughs> yes, yes, I was. I was. Yeah. <laughs> how old are you, Jack? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I'm 19 years old. You're 19, and and how come you actually haven't been to uh, to to Newcastle as yet? What's what's the story with that? Um, well, the thing is, mate, I have been a couple of times. I've been to a couple oh, of okay. games up there. Uh, when my dad has wanted to revisit, uh, well, obviously his home uh, origins, he's um, asked me if I wanted to go to games, and I went to a Neverson game uh, in 2014, and I went to uh, the Nottingham Forest game in 2016. When we were in the championship, so uh, I do want to go up there a bit more, though, uh, if I can, when I get some more money. So, so obviously, obviously, you being in Southampton, it's it's a bit of a difficult travel or commute to get yourself to Newcastle to watch games week in week out. Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct, and also with work uh, on Saturdays is quite hard. Okay, what do you do, my guy? Um, so I actually do uh, Premier League data recording for a stats company. Uh, okay. I work at Bournemouth and uh, I work at Bournemouth and Southampton um, match days, and I just uh, log stats on the controller for a company. Really, so. that's pretty that's cool. That, that's pretty cool, my guy. So, so listen, let's let's not try and play any kind of games here and try and uh, beat around the bush. I need to ask you straight up and straightforward: How do you ultimately feel about Steve Bruce being appointed as your manager? Okay, so um, when we were firstly linked with him, I'll be honest with you, I was just kind of uh, demoralised. You know, to go from Rafa Benitez, a Champions League winning manager who's won every single European trophy out there possible at club level, um, to go from, a mid- go from him to a mid-table championship manager with not much Premier League experience, it's just it's heartbreaking really because the club is just not got that ambition, uh, ambition there anymore like it did yeah. in the late 90s and... Yeah. Under Bobby Robson, yeah, it's just—it's not a great feeling, really, on time side. So. No, I, I, I genuinely and deeply agree with you because at the same time, like, I, I, I'm not too sure if you heard my last episode about this whole rant that I had regarding Newcastle, and I'm, I did. Yeah, listen to it, yeah. And and I'm, I'm not a Newcastle fan, 
I'm not, but the reality is, is that I ultimately feel a very similar kind of frustration towards the fact that Mike Ashley does the bare minimum to run a football club when in actual fact that is one of the most if I should say prestigious clubs in the world yeah well certainly in England yeah I'd have to agree with you no definitely because because I, I almost feel as if Mike Ashley does the bare minimum to obviously get the most profit out of their club so he, he benefits like who who actually benefits because let's be honest with Ayose Perez leaving with Kerry yeah. being gone with with Solomon Rondon having leaving like I get that Joe Linton is a good player and is there for the future and will provide a long term solution to the number 9 issue at Newcastle but yeah. ultimately it was not a good move for the club what, what would you like to happen going forward um so personally I'd like to see the club pushing for a top 10 finish uh, obviously it's going to be quite a long time before that happens because Steve Bruce has apparently got a three year deal if he keeps the club up then he will keep his job like that is my Ashley's uh, ambitions now is to stay in the Premier League to bring in that TV money uh, you get around £120 million a year uh, by staying in the Premier League and all that money is just going to Mike Ashley and he's uh, not pumping it back into the football club but for me um, I'd like to see the football club in the top half where it deserves to be because in my opinion we are probably in, in the top uh, top 10 biggest clubs in England so it's only right that we're in the top 10 of England's top flight No, I actually I, I really agree with you because the, the Sports Direct Arena actually hosts 45,000 plus people every single week and I think Mike Ashley benefits as a profit and makes an income every week from that kind of club status so in all honesty, um, I think one of one of my old guests, Henry, actually mentioned about having someone like like a Sean Dyche at, at Newcastle. How would you have felt if things were different and we held Sean Dyche as manager of Newcastle? Um, I think Dyche would actually do quite a good job. Obviously, his football is quite unattractive. You know, it's 4-4-2. Yeah. It's long ball up to two target men in Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes. But... For a short-term solution, it's probably it probably would have been a good appointment because he knows the Premier League inside out. He's beaten the, uh, the big boys at Turf Moor. He's gone away and got crucial wins at crucial times to keep Burnley in the Premier League. So, in answer to your question, I'd say that Sean Dyche would have been a good good appointment and obviously certainly better than Steve Bruce, but not as good as Rafa Benitez. No, 100%. 100%. I'm actually pretty upset that Mike Ashley has allowed such key personnel to leave Newcastle. I mean, some some kind of... There needs to be some kind of, like, intervention where... I mean, like, do you believe that Mike Ashley is surrounded by football people? Because he makes he makes, he makes makes decisions that are ultimately detrimental to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I'd say pundits. Some pundits out there, like Rio Ferdinand, he defended Mike Ashley for uh, keeping the club financially sound. Um, but then on the other hand, you've got uh, Geordie pundits like Alan Shearer. Uh, you've got uh, Chris Dowie. Don Hutchison. Uh, there's a fruit. There's a few out there who. Yeah. Well, sorry. There's many pundits out there from all over England who have done their research and understand that Mike Ashley has not done a good job with the club. He's not pumped money into the club. He's not. 
he's not really kicked on. I mean, Rafa Benitez, during his time at Newcastle, he had a net spend of exactly zero pound. I think that just says it all, really, compared to other clubs like, well, Brighton had quite a high net spend when they came up, Huddersfield, and then you just look at uh, Aston Villa this season. You look at Aston Villa spending over a hundred million pounds. You look at that, and you and you begin to ask yourself, they they got that via promotion, promotion alone. They got their money by promotion and they've actually come up and they've said, we want to belong here, you know? Yeah, exactly. And fair play because they, they are a massive club. They deserve to be in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Jack, ultimately, who was, who was your player of the season from last year for Newcastle? Who do you believe played ultimately well? Um, I could name you a few if I'm honest. Cause yeah. It was no... Season. Um, I say Dubravka was very, very solid. He went through a spell of only making a couple of errors in a couple of games. Um, and then you look at the defence. You look at Fabian Cher, yes. who got four goals from centre half. Uh, very good at driving the ball out of defence. Uh, reads the game very well. So he had a good year, and he only cost three and a half million pound as well. Um, going into midfield, I think the introduction of Longstaff into the team when he came in. He done very very well, consistently performed, uh, but then unfortunately got that uh, injury which cut him out for the rest of the season. Yeah. But then, for me, I think our two best players last season were Rondon and Perez. You just look at their goal contribution stats. Yes. Um, Perez getting thirteen goals, Rondon getting twelve goals, seven assists. It for me, they're they're the two players that have have been the best because they've kept us in the league without their goals we would have got relegated no I actually I, I can't even I can't even argue with you because the reality is that those those two players ultimately did contribute so much towards you guys staying up um, I, I know you mentioned Fabian Shah so so with Fabian Shah's contribution towards the team's clean sheets <laughs> and how well they played do you think Jamal LaSalle ultimately has a great impact on how Newcastle played defensively um, 100% mate yeah I wrote a little article actually on uh, Jamal Lascelles the other day uh, talking about his time and to be the captain of Newcastle United and he's just such a good leader like he's verbally like brilliant uh, he motivates the players I, gar- um, I guarantee that he's one of the main men in the dressing room um, I wouldn't say he's our best defensive player though I think Lejeune and Cher are better defenders but when you're playing a back five or a back three, you've got to have Jamal in there just for his leadership qualities. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so obviously with Jamal Lascelles being courted by the likes of bigger clubs, or whatever the case is, would would you be saddened by the fact that like if if Jamal Lascelles had to leave, would you be saddened by the fact that like if he could leave, the the lack of an available replacement would obviously concern me with regarding Newcastle because. Yeah, great. I mean, Jose Perez has left. Solomon Rondon has left. Um, Rafa has left. Um, a good few of Newcastle's strong contingents have left. So, ultimately, if you look at the back four, DeAndre Yedlin, uh, Matt Ritchie, Fabian Shaw and Jamal LaSalle and Debravka. If Jamal LaSalle ultimately does leave this window, would it be a major blow? Um... At this time, the transfer window, with only, what, 11, 12 days left, it would be a massive kicking the teeth for us to lose our captain, to lose the man who's almost came through the, well, the, not the youth system, but he joined at a very young age. He be, he's now became a man. It, it would be a massive loss. Um, the main point of that question really is, 
just look at the how long of the window there is left. Only 10, 11, 12 days. Yes. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be um, if we did sell him, it'd be very hard to get in a replacement. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. By the way, I've actually wanted to ask you about your emotions or your, your feelings towards someone like Isaac Hayden. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm a massive fan of him because I'm not sure if you've known about it, but he's been having some uh, family issues over the last 12 months. And the way he carries himself on the pitch and off the pitch, the class, um, his performances... You wouldn't even think that he like wants to leave. Like he's just been such a gent about it. Because there's some players like, well, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but there's players out there uh, that if they want to leave, they'll they'll put on an attitude, they'll hissy fit, they'll they'll just be idiots, really. Can Chaka, can Chaka at Arsenal, for example? Yeah, he'll yeah, just get into a strop and. Uh, that, that's the wrong way to go about it. So, 100%. I, I love I love Isaac Hayden's attitude. I think one player's attitude that I do have an issue with is someone like John Joe Shelby. Yeah, I'd say so under Benitez. But um, since Steve Bruce came in, he's always been like a different chap. Um, he's praised Bruce. He's talked about how he's very open with the players. Uh, and Shelby likes that. And against West Ham in pre-season... You have to say Steve Bruce did get a nine out of ten performance out of him. So hopefully under Bruce, Shelby has a different mindset and uh, well can perform for us because he is a very very good player on his day. Wow, Jackman, I, I won't lie, you've uh, I know as uh, by the way, by the way, in case my listeners are aren't aware, Jack is a Newcastle United Football Club opinion writer and he writes his uh, his articles on blogspot so if you guys are interested and you guys want to have a quick look at his content uh visit his profile jack what is your instagram profile my guy uh jj underscore nufc 100 percent. so guys have a look at jack's profile you can figure out so much more about jack's content his his articles that he writes about his own opinion and obviously how he feels about newcastle going forward jack just quickly are you concerned? Because, let's be real, the players that have left, they haven't been replaced ultimately in terms of quality. So, are you concerned with Newcastle's Premier League ambition or where the club is going for next season? As it stands, I'd have to say yes. When when Bruce got appointed, I was very much, yeah, we're going down next year, we're going down next year. I'm still... Um, I still think we are going to get relegated. Mm. I, I don't want to sound negative. I'm just being a realist. No, yes. Uh, going off our current squad, we will be down there next year, scrapping for points, uh, whatever. But if we can bring in a couple of players, like the club has said, Steve Bruce has said, we, we're looking to make things happen in the window. We're looking to spend a further £50 million before the end of the window. If that happens, even though we've been lied to constantly in the last few years... If that does happen, then I think we can stay up. But it's just about getting those players through the door ready for us. No, 100%. 100%. I think uh, my other co-host here, Bezler, has a guest. Uh, quick question for you, Bez? Yes, man. I just wanted to ask, um, judging by your um, words, I just wanted to know, what are your thoughts on Newcastle's position at the moment and what would you like to happen to Newcastle in the further months? In the further months, so short term, 
I'd like to spend, well, I'd like the club to spend a bit of money and get some players in within the next couple of weeks. And then I had a look at our fixtures for the season. I looked at our first 10 games. And in those first 10 games, which is the next couple of months' worth, we play five of the top six. So, that, yeah, we, we could say that we've got the hardest starts of the season out in the Premier League out of any team. So, my expectations for the first 10 games are not high at all. I kind of have accepted that we will probably be in the relegation zone after the first 10 games. But it's, it's then about in those games when we've got bottom half sides, uh, we need to make sure that we get points in them and, and just try and claw our way back up the table. Are, are, you, are you happy with, um, with the draw? Let's say, let's say out of playing five top six teams... You have a draw in those top five games. Are you happy with that? Uh, is that one point from those five games? Yes. Um, I'd like three points. I think three points would be very good. But mm. yeah, anything you get against the top six side is a positive, in my opinion. So, Jack, hundred percent. I actually, I, I can't even disagree with you there. I can't even. So, if there's one player that you could identify now, like right now from the Premier League. One player that you could identify right now to bring into your Newcastle first team. Let's say you're playing FIFA. Who do you bring okay. in? Who am I bringing in? Um, well, Newcastle for me, now we've got Joe Linton in, we need a right back. That is the position which I think needs strengthening the most because I don't rate Yevlin, I don't rate... Louder! Myself. Yes! 100%. I've been, I've been 100%. screaming 100%, this! 100% lad, 100%, 100%. <laughs> I don't like those two players. Well, I like them, sorry. I like them as people, obviously, but on the football pitch, I don't. Um, so, looking into right-backs, Alexander-Arnold's obviously unrealistic, but he's very good, but realistically... I think I think someone... I, I know I know he's out now with an ACL injury, but I think someone like Nathaniel Klein, who wasn't getting game from... Oh, at Klein in my head. I was about to say that, genuinely. I was about to say Nathaniel Klein. Like somebody who's actually available. Do you, do you know what? I'm not too sure how you feel about Leicester's uh, Ricardo Pereira. Um, that's another player who I thought of. I think he had a very, very fur, uh, good first season in the Premier League. I think he'll only get better. He's young. He's talented. He could easily push for that right-back spot in the Portugal side. So, yeah, I think he's a very good player, personally. So, so Jack, while, while I actually have you here, tell me. Tell me, where do Newcastle finish next season? Going off the current squad, I'd say 18th. Are you is... telling me relegation? Yes, I am. <laughs> Controversial to some Newcastle fans, but oh, yeah. I, you know what? After you posted about me on your, your Instagram profile, so many Newcastle fans followed me. And if I was you, I would uh, put my put my reception off for a couple of days. <laughs> oh. But Jack, you know what? It's wonderful having you here on the dugout. I need to have you here much more on this show, to be honest. 100% mate, I've enjoyed it. It's been very good. 100% so. man. So guys, if you want to find Jack on Instagram, Jack, how do uh, how do fellow Newcastle fans find you? Because clearly you're going to be causing lots of debates here. I will be. Um, just type in JJ underscore NUFC on your Instagram uh, search bar and I'll be there. And tell them what exactly you do. Uh, so I am an opinion writer and a blogger. I write articles about all the latest Newcastle United news and transfers and just give my opinion, really. It can be popular, it can be unpopular, but 
yeah, don't check me out. <laughs> 100% Jack. Jack, wonderful to have you here, my guy. I'm definitely going to be having you here again soon. Class, Ryan, thank you. Cheers, Buzz, as well. Really Cheers, man. It. Have the All best, the best one. Newcastle, yeah? Yeah, how are the lads? How are the lads, Jordies? Okay. Cheers, my boy. Cheers. All right, guys. So I've had Jack from Newcastle. Jack is an absolute Newcastle fan and I'm so happy to have people from a global audience from the dugouts. I'm so happy that I'm actually broadening my audience more and more. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts as well. Radio Republic even. I mean, this this podcast is actually growing and I'm so happy. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for giving the dugouts a listen every single day. I know we've gone... Uh, I know you've gone on about Newcastle a lot of the time. I understand this. I know people are getting a bit frustrated because, oh, why Newcastle, Ryan? Newcastle again. But guys, Newcastle is the topic of conversation. So, have the best day. Have the best weekend. If you want, you can find me at rwleafgreen on Twitter if you want to fight me. You can find me at the Dugout Podcast on Instagram. Baz, how can they find you? It's at Baz, G E. With the 11 at the end. Is that Baz? B-A-S? No. B-A-S-G-E-E-11. 100%. So if you guys want some some nice apparel, whether it be Gucci, Versace, whatever, my boy can hook you up. So, besides the point. Guys, thank you so much for listening in tonight. Have the best day. We'll chat soon, yeah? Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.